You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. At Metrotown, the case of the bridge to nowhere. By Christopher Chung, July 13, 2023. In the middle of Burnaby's bustling Metra town is a bridge to nowhere. The concrete pedestrian walkway begins on the second floor of the Metropolis Supermall, stretches over congested traffic of Central Boulevard and, just short of touching the glassy Skitran Station House, ends abruptly with a sheer drop. The awkward appendage has been hanging around for seven years, here at the heart of what booming Burnaby is now calling its downtown. There are 6.6 million boardings at the Metrotown Skitran each year, making this the busiest station outside of Vancouver. And that doesn't even take into account the boardings at the 14-bay bus loop where commuters zip off to other parts of the region. In planner speak, the overhead pedestrian bridge is called a passerelle. For years, the passerelle allowed commuters stepping off the Metrotown Skitran to avoid the street traffic below connecting them to a pedestrian walkway that led to a number of destinations, the Metropolis Mall, the Station Square Mall, the Bus Loop and three Metro Towers, which have a combined total of 87 floors of offices. But when Metrotown got a new station house in 2017 to replace an aging one, it didn't come with a new passerelle. And now the large number of people who depended on the old passerelle to go shopping, get to work or hop on transit are all forced onto the street, where they have to cross Central Boulevard to get where they want to go. News media reported on the inconvenience at the time, not to mention the danger of crowding an already crowded intersection. Many commuters vented their frustrations on Reddit, calling it a design fail and absolutely moronic, wondering who thought that removing a pedestrian bridge and exposing people to car and bus traffic in the middle of a growing downtown was a good idea. Others lamented that it is now very inconvenient to grab burgers and burritos from the NW and Chipotle on the other side of the bridge. One Redditor wrote wistfully, I can't picture Metrotown without it. Dawn of Metrotown So what's the big deal about this bridge? Well, just as the Romans had roads to link up the state, Metrotown had its above-grade walkway and the accompanying passerelle. Bear with me here. In the beginning, there were three big landowners in Metrotown, the Ford Motor Company, which made vehicles for the Allies during the Second World War, the wholesale grocer Kelly Douglas, and Simpson Sears, with its retail and distribution center together, their land made up one big superblock. In December 1985, the Skitran arrived in Metrotown right at the dawn of malls, and it was good. In 1986, the Simpson Sears property was redeveloped into Metrotown Center, which kept the Sears store and added Woodward's as a major tenant. In 1988, the Ford property was demolished for the Station Square Mall. In 1989, the Kelly Douglas property was redeveloped into Eaton Center. The walkway and passerelle were built to thread together the three neighboring malls and connect them with the Skitran Station and Bus Loop. The walkway also fed into the first of the Metro Towers, built in 1989. Here on what was once an industrial superblock, 
with mixed uses, rapid transit and regional connections, were the makings of a new downtown. A Dinky Solution I've always thought of the Metrotown neighborhood as made up of hubs, without spokes, organs without tissue. That's because there are a lot of great destinations, the Crystal Mall, the Old Orchard Mall, the Metrotown Library, the Bonser Recreation Complex and the many businesses on Kingsway, but to get there you have to traverse narrow sidewalks, multi-lane crosswalks, seas of above-ground parking and the mouths of tunnels leading out of underground parking from which speeding cars emerge. As early as 1977, Burnaby planners seemed to notice this problem. In a neighborhood plan, they suggested a separation of important pedestrian ways from direct vehicular influence. The Metrotown walkway and passerelle were an answer to that problem, preventing people from urban island hopping, carrying them from the Skitran station directly to where they needed to go without ever having to fight traffic. Portions of the walkway were also covered, perfect for a region dubbed Raincover. Architect and planner Graham McGarva, an expert on transit-oriented development, calls the old passerelle dinky, but a convenient solution. McGarva has worked on many major projects in the Lower Mainland and beyond, such as the Skitran and Canada Line stations, during his time at Via Architecture, of which he was a founding principal. It used to be the absolute two solitudes, transit, then development, said McGarva. It was an oil and water situation, one begrudgingly avoiding the other. A bridge too far. While McGarva didn't work on the Metrotown station redesign that shuttered and didn't replace the passerelle, he explains that such projects are complicated because they require coordination between multiple parties, the private developer, the municipality, and the transit authority. In 2007, a City of Burnaby report noted that the passerelle was used by 40,000 people per day and was too narrow to handle the growing traffic. By this point, Metrotown Center and Eaton Center had combined into the Metropolis Supermall, BC's largest shopping center. The passerelle was also not accessible. Because the walkway from the mall side was built after the station was, the height of the second floor did not match up to the mezzanine of the station. The eventual solution to this slight difference in height was to install three steps pedestrians needed to descend to get from the taller mall to the lower station. That city report called for a newer, larger passerelle to correct these problems. It even raised the possibility of a second passerelle to connect the station directly to Station Square, which the landlord was planning to redevelop. In 2015, construction began on a new station house for Metrotown with a replacement passerelle included. TransLink, aware of the significance of its role, put up large banners to alert commuters in three lingua francas, English, Chinese, and Punjabi. But the urbanizing neighborhood seemed to be changing too fast for its own infrastructure. The Metropolis Mall is scheduled for demolition. It's owned by Canadian real estate company Ivanhoe Cambridge, which is working with the city on a 100-year plan for future redevelopment. One of the company's vice presidents called the mall too much of a fortress and said that in order to truly turn the neighborhood into Burnaby's downtown, they would need to break it down. The new plans will include both indoor and outdoor retail, with housing, parks, plazas, homes, and even a potential events center. The space would then be connected with a street grid.
There's also Burnaby's plans to beautify and animate the BC Parkway, the pedestrian and cyclist route that runs along the Skitran and is rugged in parts, into a linear park of a corridor. With these changes on the horizon, the replacement passerelle for a mall that would eventually be torn down was scrapped because it didn't make sense, Burnaby's public affairs manager Chris Bryan told the TIE. When the time does come for a replacement, he added that the station house was built with the ability to include it. Passing the passerelle The passerelle might not have the elegant gardens of the New York High Line. It may not have love locks, like Paris Pont de Arts and, at one time, Vancouver's Burrard Bridge. It's not the kind of place where lovers kiss, they'd be trampled. But just ask commuters and they'll lament its loss, especially since there isn't construction planned for the mall just yet. If you're looking for some choice words about its disappearance, I invite you to read this heated Reddit thread that blasts planners and the dangers of the new hellscape. TransLink has admitted the inconvenience of its absence, a sentiment Count Save Dollywall recently echoed to the TIE. Aside from the crowding, the fact that the Skitran station forces everyone down to the street has created something new. Just the other day, a busker was playing the electric violin while another on the guitar strummed the Jurassic Park theme song. Panflottists, Jehovah's Witnesses, Krispy Kreme fundraisers and a grab bag of political activists are common sights too. It starts to bring the city down to grade, said McGarva, the architect and planner. It's real urbanity. When the guys are doing the end is nigh, or selling hot dogs or busking, those are all signs that there are people passing through here, that this is a dynamic, vibrant place with an opportunity to skirt around. The husk of the old passerelle is still around, looking as if though it has been cut with a giant sword, exposing three steps that lead to nowhere. There was a city plan, and even money, earmarked for its demolition. But that fell through too. And so this monument with its vast and trunkless legs of stone, this remnant of an older metro town and its expoera boom, stands another day. It makes for a good punchline, though. Why did the pedestrian have to cross the road? Thanks for stopping by the Taiyi today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the Taiyi.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.